When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. going right here right now this is eyes up here and you're listening to a brand new eyes up here exclusively on the creative control podcasting network you didn't know by now my name is chad and every single week i'm joined here in the eyes up here studio by the one and only queen of extreme francine and we are uh, getting at it on a uh, beautiful friday morning uh I don't know. What would you call this? The dog days of summer? <laughs> it's oh getting God. hot and it's, hazy. And it's halfway over already. Yeah, it's what the hell day. happened? It sucks. I'm sad about that. I, we were in the pool yesterday, and I was like, do you know that the summer is half over? Like, where did it go? Where did the time go? Yeah. I don't know. In, in Virginia, you know, we're starting to get ready for school. Oh, the back to school stuff no! is, is heading out. In, get out um, here. In Michaels, they uh, they had the fall uh, decorations starting. The, the, Why the do they have to ruin summer every year? The the back to school commercials are on right after July Fourth, and it's like let the kids have their extra month or however. I mean, where I live, they don't go back to school until after Labor Day. Yeah. So we have a lot of time. I mean, technically, we have you know more time than you do, um, and I homeschool, so we've been doing stuff through the summer yeah but, you know, i was gonna say you really still been going yeah well yeah but not as hard as like you know we're homeschooling you could be done in like two hours um and add on the ccd that we're doing but technically i mean we wouldn't go back to school until after labor day these commercials are a bummer and i think it gives the kids added anxiety like <laughs> let them be kids yeah. and enjoy their time off god my uh, my grandmother used to love the uh, the Staples uh, most wonderful time of the year where the dad would, would have the shopping cart going up and down the aisle with the kids standing there with their arms folded and their heads off. down. The dad's all excited. Yeah. My, yeah. My grandmother, my not my grandmother, just passed away two weeks ago or three weeks ago. But my one passed away like twelve years ago. She loved that commercial. That was one of her favorites. <laughs> yeah, I I just think it's too soon. You know, I know they want to sell their product and make their money but gosh just let them enjoy themselves i get anxiety and i'm the mother you know i couldn't imagine like having to go to school these days yeah i uh we're ramping up the fall season of softball we just ended the the tournament season (laughs) you know it's it's that's crazy and then the same thing you know i'm very heavily involved with the school and the uh the the pto and we just had our first uh meeting with the principal uh the other day so It's, uh, yeah, it really is here, but you know, Hey, SummerSlam hasn't even happened. You know, heat wave wouldn't have happened yet. So what are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. 
I know uh, with the summer and the summer shows, it was always hot, but it's always hot no matter what in July and August. That's what I always say to the, the girls when they complain. But you wrestled outside, okay? You worked in the actual sun and in the heat. Did you enjoy doing that when you, when no. you guys were booked outside? No? Didn't Absolutely like outdoor not. shows? Okay. It was depressing. Bar A was the worst. <laughs> Bar A, when we would do the outdoor summer shows, it, number one, 187 degrees number two bugs everywhere you're swatting flies like it it was just everybody was sweaty um smelly on top of just the sun beaming down on you and it's it's bad when you have the lights you know you're hot in the arena sometimes because of all the light when you're in the scolding sun in the middle of degrees and eight it's terrible absolutely terrible um, oh hold on i'm getting a a low wi-fi yeah yeah it got it, it froze up there for a second um was there heat coming off the mat too? Was that where, like, when the sun beats down on the mat, did was there a lot of heat that came off of there too that made it like even more hot? Because they always said in baseball with AstroTurf, right? When you played on the turf, it added, you know, like 15 degrees and made it three times hotter. So did the mat make the, the area surrounding the ring even hotter? I would say yes. I think the mat was warm um, to the touch, you know, when you would, uh, be on these outdoor shows um i just didn't enjoy them you know i mean i obviously i enjoyed working but being that hot i mean the only consolation for me is i didn't wear many clothes much clothing back then. <laughs> so it wasn't like i was out there in a parka trying to run around um but it was just scolding hot heat i if i'm not in a pool or on a beach i don't want it I don't want to be a part of that. So, no, I did not enjoy outdoor shows. Give me air conditioning, you know, give me a good, clean environment to work in, and I'm a happy camper. So you don't mind a certain kind of sweat uh, on your, your body then when you're outdoors in that environment? A No, I do mind sweat. I just said you, I don't. No, like no, no, but I mean, you know, like uh, when you don't, have, you don't have that much clothes on. So I'm saying, you know, it's yeah. a certain, you know what I mean? Certain kind of sweat. <laughs> No, explain yourself. What are you talking about? Forget it. Move on. Move on. What? Cooch sweat? What are you no, talking about? Boob sweat. <laughs> oh, boob sweat. Boob cooch, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's it's real, people. Boob sweat is real, especially when you have big, big boobs. Forget about it. Your cleavage is drenched. The undercarriage is drenched. It's disgusting. Huh. That's gross. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, maybe, maybe we went to the TMI. Uh, well, you asked for it, I so did, I gave I it to you. Sorry okay, so speaking of hot, speaking of the summertime, I got to ask you this, because this was trending on Twitter uh, earlier today before we uh, got rolling here. Well, actually, it was a person was trending on Twitter. It was Buddy Matthews was trending on Twitter, and okay. I clicked on it to see why, and I think it was because there was a rap on AEW having to do with him, but as I was scrolling through, I saw other reasons why maybe he was, but I can't really put my finger on it. But this is something that stood out to me that I have to ask you about because this kind of relates back to parts of your career, okay? Buddy Matthews is in a relationship with Rhea Ripley. Okay. Okay. Rhea Ripley is on-screen linked to Dominic Mysterio, who, as we've talked about before, is absolutely killing it in the heel department. And it's probably at the top of the heel landscape in all of the pro wrestling sports entertainment industry at the moment. Well, is that safe to say? I, I would think so. Everything I see on him is is positive. So, yeah. Okay. So, that is obviously uh, playing into the fact that fans are kind of saying, well, seeing the on-screen chemistry between Rhea and Dom, uh, who she calls Dom-Dom, affectionately, uh, you know, a lot of touching, a lot of closeness, a lot of, you know, grabbing, whatever. Um okay. You know, Buddy Matthews, oh, he must not be okay with this. Uh, or if he is okay with this, it must really be eating him alive inside because here's his woman on screen doing this. But 
I just go back to some of the things that you heard throughout your career about being linked to Shane and your on-screen relationship with him, which was that an on-screen relationship. Um, the fans kind of taking it a little too far. Is this, is this something that goes along with the territory? Because obviously uh, Buddy Matthews is sitting next to Rhea Ripley and Dominic at the Hall of Fame <laughs> last April. So, I mean, it, they're obviously he's, he knows that goes along with the territory of this relationship. Buddy's in the business. Rhea's in the business. Dom's in the business, right? Um, we are actors. This is a form of acting. We are role-playing. We are characters. Sometimes storylines are romantic and involve touching and kissing and, you know, over-the-top innuendos. And, and your partner especially if he's in the wrestling business, needs to understand that it's all a work. I'm sure Buddy gets it. Now, could he feel uncomfortable? Sure. No one wants to see their significant other rubbing on somebody else or kissing somebody or whatever. That's why I always used to say to Shane, your wife must hate me. You know, even though we never actually like made out we never, there was never one tongue kiss between us. It was always like that peck or mouse were always closed, but the chemistry was there and it, it just, it looked like it was more than it was. And, you know, people thought it was more than it was and it wasn't. And I'll say that until my dying day. I said it a million times put me on a lie detector i would swear on a bunch of bibles like it, it never happened there was nothing there between us but a good good solid friendship still to this day one of my best friends ever um you know seeing your girlfriend boyfriend wife husband or whatever it, it can be difficult it can be uncomfortable but Especially when you are part of the wrestling business, you know what to expect. These things happen. And Rhea and Dominic are getting over so much, uh, like, you know, in the heel department. And the fans will come at you and believe that there's something going on. A hundred percent. There's going to be those fans, just like the wrestling sheets that report angles as stories that we talked about which infuriates me like i i still don't get that um you know these wrestling fans who are some of them are naive they will believe whatever they watch on tv as real as gospel as truth they take offense <laughs> they will fight they will uh call names at each other um, you know, if you don't support their character, if you don't support who they like, blah, blah, blah. If you say something negative about somebody, it's just the way the business is. You have to do things to go along with the story. And I, Buddy gets it, you know, he gets it. He's probably friendly with Dominic. He, pro you know, they're sitting, like you said, they're sitting at the hall of fame together. He knows what's up. There's going to be a time maybe when he's got to do the same thing, you know, in AEW with one of the ladies and she's going to have to suck it up because it's the business. That's it's storyline development. It's character development. That's what happens. It's inevitable. It happens almost to everybody. You know, people are linked all the time. It's like, it's like a movie. We call it live theater. That's what it is. It's not real. Yeah. Work. So, you know, if he has a problem with it, then he shouldn't, I don't think he should be in the business. And it doesn't look like he does have a problem with it. You know, you have to suck I, it up. I wouldn't have thought so. You know, I no. wouldn't have thought so at all. I mean, because in AEW, he has Julia Hart, who's a part of that House of Black. Julia but Hart's is it a romantic character with her? It's not, not a, I don't believe so. Again, yeah. I'm not too keen on the AEW storyline, yep. but she's a part of that House of Black. And from what I understand on the outside, you know, in the business, he, Buddy Murphy is like super tied to her in terms of business tidings and, you know, what he what she's doing outside the business. So he's working closely with her. So who knows? I mean, you never know what happens outside there. You know, I, I, I don't know. Here's an example for you. Matt Cardona has Steph 
the lander is that how yeah. you pronounce her mm -hmm. name married to chelsea green chelsea works in wwe right matt's on the road with steph constantly yeah if you don't have trust there what do you have you know now i don't i don't know if their characters are i don't think their characters are romantically linked they're just like the king and queen of the death match scene or whatever they call themselves i don't even know what they're calling themselves <laughs> Um, but like, I just was scrolling through Twitter this morning and they just, both of them are in Japan together. Now, you know, if I am married to Matt or somebody in the business like that, and my husband's traveling all these different places, yeah, I would be a little on edge and be a little jealous, but looking at it as, you know, a business perspective, this is their gimmick. This is their character. You love somebody. You have to trust somebody. If you don't have trust in your relationship, then you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person. Bottom line. I know stuff happens, especially in wrestling. You know, the boys are known to roam. I'm not saying that Matt is. I'm not saying that buddy. I'm not saying anybody. <laughs> Please don't quote me and saying people are cheating. I'm just saying, especially when you work for two different feds. You're going to be linked up with somebody eventually, you know, down the line. You have to have a thick skin and you have to have trust in your partner. Right. And that, you know, that goes a long way. And if the trust isn't there, it's going to eat you up and you're going to go crazy. So, um, you know, if their spouses and significant others are okay with it, then the world has to be okay with it. And all this little, you know, talking here and there needs to stop oh there she is okay let me play this for you because this is one of the things people are talking about from today. Okay. okay so this fightful fightful wrestling uh shared this this is our uh, buddy sean ross saps fightful yeah. uh, wrestling it says ria has no chill the question is what's her favorite thing to do with dominic mysterio okay here we go this plays what's her favorite thing to do together with dominic mysterio i think you already know that answer <laughs> oh what's that's okay obviously in character obviously come on she's in character that was probably uh, not probably that was a wwe interview had to be okayed by the office. You're in character 100%. Right? Oh, absolutely. Great answer. Absolutely. Great answer. You want us to believe there's something going on? Well, there you go. And I'm sure that Buddy saw that and he laughed his ass off. All right. Let's go to, how about this one? This is the AEW rap. Uh, you know, who is it? The Acclaim? Let's do the raps. Here we go. This is what they had to say. And Buddy acts all ominous when he's getting cut by a kid named Dominic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clever. But so, do you really think that they should be shouting out like uh, the other feds? Performer. Well, no, that's the thing about what these guys that's do. They, they do. constantly yeah. shout out uh, yeah. the other uh, uh, company. And that's, you know, you never, the old adage that you never point up, you know, or you never point, you never, you're never supposed to point down, you're supposed to point up. Well, I would never acknowledge the, the company no. above no. ever. No. Um, but so that's what's fueling the flames of the fans. <laughs> but in this instance, the Funny. supermarks that are going nuts that are, are saying like, oh, well, she's obviously, you know, uh, doing something with him on the side. and Why? To, why is it obvious? Well, because they are so good at what they do and they're fooling you into believing that in the exact same manner that you guys were because you guys were just absolutely engrossed in your character and your personas that you had everyone believing, even potentially the locker room, that you guys were an item. And that right. means, A, you're good at what you do, and B, you guys are money. And that's where, you know, there has to be a separation somewhere between uh, fantasy and reality. And, um, you know, how does it end?
Do they uh, break them up now because there's maybe a complaint from the significant other, or uh, you know, the, the, the maybe they they don't want to see it go that way, and they're preventing a a long term uh, breakup or something like that. They're not going to do a thing. This is a hot act that is drawing money and drawing ratings. They're not touching it. There's no way. No way. They have, Buddy's got to, if, if he has a problem with it, he's just has to accept it. He needs to just accept it. And I'm sure he is. I'm sure this is more the fans fueling the fire than him complaining about certain things. You know what I mean? I mean, if you yeah. want to go back, Matt Hardy and Lita were in a relationship and they had her and Edge in a bed in the center of the ring under the covers, literally tongue kissing the whole time. While now that to me had to be hard to watch. But then again, how could you say anything? Because now you're looking at it and you're thinking it's an angle, but it really, it was for real then. That kind of situation, like, you know, they say when people act and sometimes like uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, they did Mr. and Mrs. Smith, fell in love on set, married man. I don't know if she was married at the time. I can't remember. But they fell in love and here they leave their significant others. Yeah, they, and they, 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 yeah, they both were. I think they, okay. she was Billy married to uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. Okay. It happens. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it can't happen. But you have to just, again, it goes back to like trusting your partner. And if your relationship is strong and your love is real, then you'll weather the storm and the angle will move on and everybody will be okay. Um, You know, but not, it doesn't happen every time. Like some people keep it a hundred percent professional. I, and Shane and I were a hundred percent professional, whether anybody believes it or not. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know them, but, you know, maybe Rhea and Dominic are just 100% professional. You know, it. we don't know. Well, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. It's none of our business, but you can't judge them because of what you see on a TV show. That's my, that's what I'm trying to say. You, They're working. They're working everybody. <laughs> you think this picture might fan the flame a little bit? Somebody put in an angry Buddy Matthews next to a picture of Dom <laughs> pointing at Rhea's like uh, rear end. Right. Rhea, Rhea, Rhea end there. It's not fun. It can't. I'm, it's not fun for, for you to watch your spouse be with another person. I'm not denying that. But it's it's an angle, you know. Now, down the line, if they come out and they say, oh, my God, guess what? Rhea leaves Buddy Murphy for Dominic Mysterio. Then we'll know, holy crap, you know, something developed. And things can develop. You know, you don't know. You don't know. But if you're a fan, just enjoy the product and keep your two cents to yourself. Think what you want, but it doesn't mean it's true. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I think Edge, Lita, and Matt Hardy may be the most, oh, that was I would say, uh, just – I would say like the uh, heat driven on screen, off screen, everybody knew what was going on fan or you're in the business. Everybody knew everything mm -hmm. story ever unfolded in professional wrestling history. Like there could be a book written about what, ha what happened with all that. And there's shoot interview stories that are in compilation form on YouTube. You could go watch it. Matt Hardy tells the whole story. Lita, I think shares parts of it. They've mm -hmm. all, they've all talked about it. Edge, I think, shares it in a book or something. They, they've all talked about it. Wow. But with you and Shane, again, what made you guys just so good is that you guys were the top heel act at the time. And it just made you guys seem like, well, they got to be in, on an item to be this good. Like, nobody can be this good of an act unless they're living it 24-7 outside the ring. But... You were just a simple act. And that is what I think made you guys so awesome together. So it's just, but you guys felt the heat, right? You guys always had felt like you had the eyes on you 24 uh, seven. Well, we did. And could you imagine if we had social media back then? Like how more intense everything would have been. Like I always say, if we had social media, I think the company would have survived. 
I think we would have had, you know, more coverage of free publicity kind of deal. Um, but even for our characters and, and, you know, just being in that company on social media, like the promotion, self-promotion that we could have did for ourselves and it, it could have blew up to be an even bigger entity than it was. And, um, just for Shane and I, like we, we worked together, we uh, trained together, we ate together, we traveled together. It, it was that kind of partnership. And we always had Damien with us too. So it wasn't, right. it wasn't like it was just me and him. Damien was the driver for us and he was always with us. Um, and we, we just tried to do the best job possible that we could to make people believe that there was something there. You know, we didn't, um, like it wasn't over-exaggerated, if that makes any sense. We never would go to a club and make out against the wall or hold hands or do, there was nothing like that. It was just, I think everything that you saw that people believed was on air. Right. It wasn't outside. We didn't, like, we weren't all over each other outside when we would, you know, go to dinner or go places. It was always a group of us. It was never just the two of us intimately. There was always a bunch of people. It was always Damien there. So it, we weren't, like, just together. To, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't over-exaggerated. It was organic. And it was just... It just came across well on film. Yeah. And I, I I don't know what else to say. Um, maybe if there was social media, we would have played it up a little more and did the angle online and stuff, but we didn't have that stuff back then. So we and and without that stuff, look how people believed it. We didn't even have all this extra BS to add to the gimmick. It was just what you saw on screen. And there was just a spark. Yeah. And that's what made it special. And people still think you're married to this day. To this day. How's your husband? Like, oh, he's pretty good. Oh, is he still Russell? Oh, what? <laughs> you know, Shane Douglas. I'm like, what? Let, let me yeah. show you one more thing. So you and Shane uh, evolved your entrance into, you know, the peck. And then Shane does the heart attack and hits the, the, the mat, right? Yeah. There's another thing that let's get, call this exhibit C that people are. <laughs> pointing right yeah okay so here's the, here's a ring entrance at a house show okay okay i guess you call this the tame 2023 ring entrance right there's dom it's it's the, the ring he's got his arms up there's a little eddie guerrero okay a headbutt he, he did a little head <laughs> little little head thing Okay, that's cute. So they're saying, oh, that's cute. Like, yeah. oh, oh. So people are really grasping at straws. But again, in social media in 2023, sometimes that's all it takes to, exactly. to get under people's skin. So I, I hope they don't uh, crumble a relationship for the sake of. No, uh, come on now. Whatever. I think it'll be fine. But, they're fire. They're They're <laughs> killing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, before we uh, we head to the finish line, uh, a quick update to a story that we covered back in WrestleMania season. And the only reason we're going to cover it is because we did two parts on it then, and we got to get, I would hope, to be the finale now because if it's the finale, the finale went out in an epic conclusion. So you know more about it than me. I saw the first tweet about it. It's the Giselle Shaw, Rick Steiner, WrestleCon, just debacle and controversy yeah. and uh whatever you want to call it uh public statements public apologies uh whatever went on i had heard some stuff that was done outside of what was talked about in public i don't even know if that had ever been revealed in public but i shared with you what i'd heard um but it exploded this week in a way that i actually missed so i'm i'm eager to hear from you what you saw so you tell okay. me what's been going on. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I follow WrestleCon on Twitter because I've attended several WrestleCons and I'm friendly with Michael. Hell of a nice guy. Um, 
and I noticed the first tweet and I'm looking now it does, I think they took it down. I don't think it's up anymore. Um, I'm trying to find it and I don't think it's up. So um, they put up a tweet that said um, somebody, I don't know who the people are, but somebody was bringing the Steiner brothers. To oh, with um, uh, the, the absolute shits, uh, Tony Hunter productions. Sorry. I'll just editorial uh, post on I that. Don't, I don't know who Tony Hunter is, but um, okay. So he was bringing editorial. This- Okay, that's the the opinions here are uh, the Chadsters and not the Queens. Um, so they had a picture of the Steiner brothers, and they were they were coming to WrestleCon. Now, three months ago, uh, at the last WrestleCon in California, um, we were notified. We meaning the fans, because um, I wasn't there. I'm a fan looking in on this one. That Rick Steiner. And Giselle had that altercation. Rick was removed from WrestleCon and he was banned from all WrestleCon events going forward. That was what was said at that time. Now the ban has been lifted and Rick and Scott are now signing at WrestleCon. So I see this tweet. So I'm like, interesting, right? Well, there were over 600 responses to that tweet. Um, most of them negative wrecking Michael. There were some positive because, you know, there, you know, some people believe in freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. Um, you know, they're, they're fans of Rick. They were excited to meet him. Most of the people in this thread were pissed off. They didn't feel safe coming to WrestleCon. They are banning WrestleCon events going forward. Uh, you know, Michael is a coward. Uh, Michael is caving, blah, blah, blah. All, you know, back and forth with these comments. So I'm reading and I was just like, wow, crazy, right? So much backlash that he goes and does the next tweet. I don't know if it took one or two days, um, but he makes this big you know, statement and he pulls Rick. Now Rick is no longer welcome at WrestleCon. Again, negative comments on this one from the other side saying that Rick has caved. Rick has gone, uh, excuse me, uh, Michael's caved. Michael's gone woke. Um, You know, he's leaning towards the 6% that don't, uh, you know, um, want Rick Steiner to be there. And it's like, to me, you can't win on either side. It, he got almost, I think he got almost 600 responses on that tweet too. It, it it was crazy. The people came out in droves. You either support it, Rick, or you hate Rick, one or the other. But it was kind of with the two tweets, it kind of balanced out. People were outraged that he was coming and then people were outraged that he was removed again. So, you know, how do you win at this stage? The best thing that could have happened is that he was never booked in the first place. And everything would have been, you know, the way to go. But now people that are in support of Giselle say they're banning the event. And now people that are in support of Rick Steiner are banning the event. So it's interesting And uh, plus people are saying this came too late. This should have never happened. I'm still banning WrestleCon. (laughs) Maybe I could shed a little context with my editorial comments. Now, the guy who would be bringing him in, Tony Hunter, does supply a lot of talent to WrestleCon at both now this SummerSlam event and the WrestleMania event. There could have been a leverage play saying I'm not bringing X, Y, and Z talent to this event unless you bring all of my players to the event that could have been one of the plays that was made thus pushing the envelope of well they both got to be there if you want if you want scott you need rick that could have right. been what happened i'm just that's me speculating and knowing that side of the business and knowing this the the absolute human garbage that the guy who's booking them is uh you know uh, uh you know working with michael and wrestlecon so that's okay. Again, my take, 
having dealt with him and and having had some very very poor 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 experiences with him so mm. um but that's a deal you have because i mean he books lex luger he books ron simmons he books um oh uh, gosh he's got uh, uh ricky steamboat i mean he's got so many guys under his umbrella that he could say hey I'm not bringing that whole crew unless you take both Rick and Scott. Understood. I get it. Um, and you know how that goes. That it could be a whole. If you you want one, you get them all. Yeah. Uh. It it that's all. You know it it's tricky. Um. Because he did say banned from all future WrestleCons, and then it's like okay, three months later he's back. He said something about Rick apologizing to like the staff. And he offered an apology to Giselle as well, but she didn't want to accept it. Right. I hadn't um, heard that anywhere. It's in the tweet. Yeah, you no, I saw the tweet, but I'm saying I hadn't heard that anywhere. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. It was supposedly behind closed doors. I Look, I don't know. I like Michael. He's always been a stand-up guy to me. Um, I have nothing bad to say about him. I enjoy WrestleCon. This is a touchy situation. Um it's good. It's really going to be interesting to see how many people attend because I know the internet only makes up a small percent of the population that attend these shows. But for all the tweets that are saying I'm banning WrestleCon, like, you know, how many people were really going to be? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. You don't know, but I, I'm curious to see the turnout for this. Yeah. Just, just out of curiosity, I, I want to see who's. It's SummerSlam, you know. too. It's not WrestleMania. It's a no, it's SummerSlam. Yeah, it's a SummerSlam based yeah. WrestleCon. Um, but I just, the tweets, they, they, it was kind of like even for both sides. Like, you know, people are coming out in support of Rick now. And it's just, wow. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Michael's head must be just exploding, you know? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, so I'm sorry to kick off, but the, the apology part, you know, we had never heard that that came out. He apologized to apparently the impact locker room or, or something to that ilk that, that they had said in the, the first tweet. But again, you know, the thing that I had heard that what originally had kind of started this whole rigmarole and the original like launching pad for this whole fiasco the true story about that apparently has not come out either. So, yeah, you know, this whole thing really never needed to happen. Ugh. This was all if the true story that I heard is true, this whole situation literally never had to happen. We'll Steiner, never. Steiner never needed to be involved. Giselle never needed to have any of this negative stuff brought to her and, and, and have any of the, you know, just the absolute, you know, terrible stuff being said. Yeah. None of that ever should happen. Michael WrestleCon never should have been affected. No, nobody be banning anybody. Crazy. If the true story that I heard from the first moment it was said, none of this should happen. Well, you can't say that because you're not sharing the true story with anyone. So you're going to leave fans pissed off right now. So shut up. We're not talking about I, the I mean, story. I, like I could say it if you want. I mean, I, at this point, I don't care. I don't even remember who told me at this point. I if, well, it so many months ago. Share it. Uh, from what I heard, uh, Rick Steiner said whatever his comments were at a table at a bar, and somebody from the Impact locker room heard it, told Giselle. Uh, and then the next day at WrestleCon, Giselle went by Steiner's table and kind of stared him down, thus leading to a this nut nutty situation we're in now so you're you're saying that you heard that she started it no i, I well i'm not saying she started it but she what i'm saying i heard you're saying she started the altercation at russellcom by staring him down he didn't say anything to provoke her stares i think that once she stared him down that that's when his comments were then elevated and what he said at russellcon was said so that's what i'm saying there's no real I, I, from what I was told, we, yeah, we don't know if that's no, true. I'm not, that, this is what I was told yeah. right after it happened. I was told okay. the weekend it happened that that is what it was. He was overheard saying something in a bar by somebody at Impact. They went back and told Giselle. 
Giselle went by the uh, the Steiner table at WrestleCon, kind of gave him a dirty look. That He didn't like that. He started saying something, and then mm. here we are today. So, wow. again, if that's the true story, none of this should have happened. So if somebody did hear that and went back and was a tattletale or was uh, trying to, uh, you know, uh, first of all, overhearing a conversation, keep your ears shut. Like, what are you listening to other people talking for, you know? Because people are newsy. You know that. Yeah. So, but whatever. Yeah. Again, I, I have no dog in the fight. This yeah. should never have happened. I, I don't either. And I, I just feel bad for all involved. And yes. I, I just wish it would get resolved. Um, but uh, real quickly, turning on uh, scumbag promoters, let me call out. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> GTC collectibles, you piece of shit. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Shane and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm livid about this. Shane and I were so excited to go to GeekCon. And I bought, I was supposed to sign there for two days with Shane and Sabu, bought two new outfits for it um, and my shoes and everything. I promoted it. I had no idea what was going on. I call, or Shane and I share an agent. I call him and I say, hey, we need to get the flight situated for Louisiana. You know, I need to know when we're leaving. And he tries to get a hold of the guy. The guy dodges him. Finally, the guy calls him back and tells him that he's run into some problems and he won't be going forward with any future bookings, which tells me financially he's coming to a rut and he's ceasing, you know, working with talent. That's how I would take it if I heard something like that. Would you agree? hundred percent canceling all, you know, I'm not doing any future bookings going to lay low for a while, blah, blah, blah. So we're booted me, Shane and, and Sabu were never told, right. I'm still promoting this. We were never told we're not going, but it gets better. He tells him that he's not doing anything. I contact the guy from GeekCon. He tells me that this person, whoever GTC or whatever the hell they're called, tells him that Shane, myself, and Sabu canceled on him. And that we told him we can't come, which is 100% not the truth. It's not truth. It's a lie. We never canceled on him, right? So now... He books in our place the Godfather and Buff Bagwell. After he tells our agent, I'm not doing this anymore for, you know, I'm going to take a break or whatever the wording was. Now, why did he do that? You pulled two people that you've had for about two months booked for this event that are pushing it. And then tells a lie to two different, two lies to two different people and then books two other people in our place and never calls and tells us. I'm livid. I'm livid about it because this, you know, this is how we make our money. And to deal with people like this, it's unprofessional. That's the guy from GeekCon has been great, by the way. I don't even know who I'm speaking to on Twitter, but if you're listening, whoever you are, you've been a delight. And hopefully next year, Shane and I can come to this event. But the way this was handled was so unprofessional that it made my stomach turn. And I will never deal with GTC collectibles ever again. So if you guys are listening, don't even think about ever having me on any of your events. Not that you probably would, but I, I don't get the fact that you book people and then unbook them and book other people and don't tell the talent they're unbooked. This has never happened to me before, never in my life. And I've been in this business for 30 years. How do you do something like this? Amateur. So unprofessional. So, and nothing against Buff or the Godfather. It's not their fault. But this guy is a scumbag. You don't handle business this way. Be a man and get some balls and make a phone call and tell us. If we were, you know, if, if they came in cheaper and he wanted to cut corners, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. We weren't told. 
but still you had a commitment. You booked us like two months ago, three months ago for this. I think we were booked for this at squared circle. Whenever that was, that was a long time ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know about Godfather. I don't know about buff. Uh, maybe, but not Godfather. I mean, that's, he's a, that's a first class ticket from well, Vegas. That's you know, whatever that's it is. Like it's, it's not cool. It's very unprofessional. And I just, I was blown away. I, I, I said to my, I asked the guy from Geekon, I was like, can you tell us why you unbooked us? And he goes, oh, it wasn't me. It was GTC collect or whatever they're called. And I said, well, what did he tell you? And he goes, oh, he told us you canceled. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I did not cancel. So, you know, I, I just had to get that off my chest because it just, infuriates me that people handle themselves in this manner especially when shane and i are so professional we never miss our shots we're there early we stay late we make sure everybody gets an autograph we are personable and we talk to everybody and we try to have a good time and we are there to make the promoter's money back for him a hundred percent and then you get people who do this kind of thing it's just it's so infuriating. I'm sorry. I'm going off on a tangent, but I I'm pissed. Like, no, you should. You should. That was that was bullshit. I, I felt terrible for you. It cost you a booking with with me and my, and my crew. I wanted to bring you to Virginia Beach that weekend, but we we couldn't because you got booked up in in uh, on that show. And you know, the, in April, I think it was we got yeah, booked for it. Yeah, no, that they so it it was bullshit. <sighs> These guys don't even have. Uh, they don't have a Twitter. They don't have an Instagram. They have very they have very little social media presence. It's embarrassing that there's people like this inside this industry that continue to do it and give everybody else a bad name. And it makes people like you then become more cautious when they're dealing with somebody else who may be respectable and may be on the up and up. But you don't know that until you deal with them. But it's people like this that just continue to drive this industry down. And it's why I've been leaning more towards working on the collectible stuff that I've been doing on the side and killing it. Versus dealing with the autograph stuff because I, I can't deal with these amateurs. I mean, I have guys all over the country that still owe me money from things from two years ago because they're Ugh. just they're absolute scumbags. So yeah, I, I'm I'm so over it. I'm I really it makes me sick to my stomach. So I just have to give them a little shout out and this. I know you can't see it, but guess what it's, I'm doing? It's audio for this one, but uh, guess what I'm doing right now. If you, did the, if you did the triple threat and brought down two, there you go. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, it, we don't deserve that. You know, we're no. good people. We we just, uh, Sabu, Shane and I, we're good people. We don't deserve this kind of treatment. And, um, you know, talent, if you're listening, just be leery of this guy because I was told by somebody else, I'm not going to throw them under the bus either, but I was told by somebody else that they're known to cancel at the last minute. So be leery of these people. And um, I'll never work for them. Terrible. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, all right. Well, yeah. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. Now I'm hot. So yeah. Now you're hot. Chad, Chad's just got to fly. I got to. Uh, I got. I got some business to attend to. But mm -hmm. uh, if you want to uh, continue the eyes up here party, head on over to YouTube. Get yourself a YouTube membership. Check out our recent series, uh, which is uh, what would certain ECW wrestlers do if you pluck them out of their ECW wrestler world and put them into your regular average Joe daily nine to five. What, what, what do we think they would be if they weren't wrestlers? Right. Fun series. Yeah, it was cute. So My that's over fun. on the YouTube membership starts at five 99 youtube.com, uh, backslash ECW diva Francine. Um, weekly content being uploaded every time we go live we record new member content as well so uh head on over in this uh coming week we have uh commissioner gordon todd gordon joining todd. the show new book todd is god yes and we're going to get the origin of where the todd is god name came from <laughs> it's a good one I know it, but I won't. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait to hear it. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's going to be uh, Wednesday night. Um, what is the date? Uh, Wednesday night is uh, for those preparing uh, the twenty sixth of July. Okay, so the twenty sixth of July, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be live on YouTube with Todd Gordon. Um, so come on in to the chat. 
uh, super chats get you uh, into the Charles Chip Jar, the famous Charles Chip Jar to win a prize and you get to ask Todd whatever you want. Um, I'm sure he'll be open to uh, any and all questions that you might have. And please subscribe to the channel. Again, the goal is 10,000 subscribers by December 31st. We're like the little engine that could. We're trying to get up that hill and it's it's free, guys. It's free to subscribe. Even if you never listen, just subscribe. <laughs> we want you to listen, but hit that subscribe button. And uh, ring that bell so you. And if you subscribe, just watch the video that pops up when it's new because I mean, right. like, that would be really like good. I mean, we need your like help. The video too. I mean, yeah, we need we need all of the help we can get with sharing and uh, spreading the word. And I'd appreciate it. I really would love YouTube to blow up so it could be you know a main uh, a main job for us to do, which would be wonderful. Um, we're working hard and we're trying to bring you really good content. We have uh, some cool guests on the horizon. So just subscribe and spread the word. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at ECW Diva Francine. And with that, that is a wrap. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.